conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. It's great to be successful, but it's even better to be skinny girl. <laughs> Much like James Kennedy, I am recently unemployed. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> is that a sad, sad trombone moment? That was a magical moment. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It is episode 93. Wow. And I am so excited to be joined by His Holiness writer, editor, Twitter Olympian, Louis Peitzman. Thanks for having me. Louis Peitzman, such a joy, such a pleasure to have you. You've been on my mind just because you're so great and so talented. And, and so recently unemployed. No, listen, BuzzFeed, you guys, what's left of it? The wreckage, the there damage. Are, there are a lot of good people still there. I have a lot of friends who are still there. I wish them all the best. Yeah, I wish, but not like, like the it's leadership. Like when you're, you know what? I'm just going to say it's like when you... When you're fired from Housewives, right? Like you have God to like, forbid. you don't like go and immediately speak ill of Andy. You no, you wait of- a month. Unless you're Carol. <laughs> Carol decided to like leak stuff out slowly. Well, I think because but she's Andy a- had so clearly turned on her like while she was still making the show. Like re- in the reunion, like he was clearly anti-Carol. Really? And I think that made her like, don't you think she he, she was like just pissed because like she could see things were yeah, turning against her? Yeah, I think her? she saw the writing on the wall and it's kind of like how she was angry. Whatever's she was happening angry. with LVP, like clearly she's on the outs. Yeah. And so she's, even though she's not like publicly disparaging Andy at this point, she's like not showing up to his baby shower or the right. premiere or all this right. stuff where like she's clearly like not being you know she knows she's she's done with andy can i although she's still gonna make vanderpump rules so right, i don't so she, she's and like she has done, so done. much power and she can she use does the have vanderpump so much power, rules really... power to pressure them into not completely giving her a total bitch edit on well the it's it's really interesting though because i i don't like yes that's true but it, it seems like it's happening regardless so like i feel like if every other cast member turns on her there's not much bravo can do or andy can do to like fix that i mean they're not gonna like 
they're not going to like fire the rest of the cast, especially because LVP brings so little to Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills and she brings so much to Pump Rules. Yeah, and even that, like, I mean, yes, but like, even on Pump Rules, she does less now than she used to. I think just behind the scenes, as an EP or whatever the fuck she is, totally, and it being named after. No, her. totally, they could never get rid of her, right? Vanderpump Rules. I mean, those are her restaurants, but I don't know. I just feel like. It's hard. It would be hard to make a case like if if Bravo were like if she were fighting for her job on Beverly Hills Housewives, which I, I don't think she is. Um, I don't know. It would be hard because like she just hasn't brought anything to the table. Well, al- and it's interesting because I mean Kyle doesn't bring much either in terms of like drama. I mean, allegedly. Lisa has wanted to leave for a few seasons, which is why she was able to negotiate in her contract that, you know, she'd bring up dogs every five seconds right. and whatever charitable endeavor right, she was right, interested right. in as a storyline. And allegedly production behind the scenes changed this most recent season, which is going to air this coming week. And that had an influence where she didn't have the power with these people behind the scenes that she normally did. And that I think add that together with the fact that she was allegedly leaking stories about Dorit to Raider online, at least Dorit, um, that sort of erupted into the shitstorm that's approaching. Right. Yeah. What do you think about Kyle? Um, I don't, it's hard because like, I don't know what exactly Kyle offers at this point. Although she has had more conflicts in recent seasons. Yeah. But I mean like once Kim left, I mean that was sort of her storyline. God, I'm so glad Kim is gone. Although she cameos this season. She does cameo. Um, do we don't really know how much she, she's going to be on the show, right? Do we yeah. know if it's just no, that one I think episode? It's, I think she's at some party, so it's probably... They're probably going to like have the camera pan to like her and then Rin and then like, walking to each other and then being it like a to-be-continued bullshit thing. Right. I think it's going to stretch out to two episodes, probably. But I don't know how but why is she more... fighting with Denise Richards? Is she fighting with Denise Richards? In the trailer, yeah. Kim? Yeah. Oh, um... I don't know. I don't know. I, the thing with Denise Richards, we were just talking before we started recording about Beverly Hills, and I was like, yeah, there's no casting changes, and I completely forgot that Denise is joining the show. Right. And I don't know enough about Denise to have an opinion going in versus, like, Lisa Rinna has, you know, when she joined, it was like, well, you know, she's always been kind of kooky, funny, sassy, so you had an well, idea of Denise what her Richards personality Denise Richards reali- had a reality show. She had a reality show called... I didn't watch it. I watched it. And it was like her and her animals. Yeah, that's what I literally was like, isn't it complicated? Um, about her and her animals. And I remember her dad was there. I mean, Denise Richards is an interesting case because back in the day when she and Charlie Sheen were going through their divorce, America sided with Charlie Sheen. They were like, she seems awful. She seems like a gold digger. I remember there were so many gossip blogs and pieces that were like, she sucks. Then it turns out... The culture has changed enough that I think if that happened again, we would would, not be on his side. There would be some serious side-eye. Then it turns out, oh, you guys were like super much... We're all misogynists and he is a horrible person and Looney Tunes and she stepped in not only to like pick up the piece with her kids but also help the children of his next ex-wife who had addiction issues and like literally cared for them right so she's actually kind of amazing i mean i don't know what her personality will be no like, i don't but... know either I, I mean i think that she 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 knows her role on the show though and i think that at this point it's very telling that all the cast additions to beverly hills are actors at this point like it's a bit, it's a bit yeah I mean, teddy's not but they're like, entertainers but it's it's largely been actors, and I feel like it's because at this point you kind of have to 
know what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. And you have to kind of know how to play a certain role. Yeah. And so you get things like really heightened, like Eileen's how dare you. Like you get these kind of like these like soap opera moments. Yeah. LVP driving away and Dorit and Kyle both like staring dejectedly (gasps) in horror. I'm thinking, but I'm thinking more of like, but I'm thinking of like the actors on the show who I feel like kind of, and especially people like, like Rinna who like really carry a lot of it at this point. Um, because they come from that background where they can kind of like, they're really good at these sort of like fake conflicts. And I'm not saying that all the conflicts are fake, but I think that Beverly Hills has become so boring that it makes sense to hire actors who are a little bit better at like raising the stakes. Oh, I think that's a great point. I also think Rinna has shown not only at the baby shower, but in press that she is like, prepared to do battle this season. And last season she kind of sat out. So I, I, I think that, it's interesting also because someone like Teddy, who was sort of like, I guess, recruited as like a voice of reason role. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really sure what she adds exactly, except that I think Vanderpump really likes her. Liked her. Are they not? Are they on the outside? Apparently, now? Teddy was. Well, Teddy and Kyle and Lisa Rinna went on Watch What Happens. And it was strange because like all the questions were shady, but they all answered like LVP to every single one. It's like there's no avoiding the fact that everyone's anti LVP. Right. Right. Um, and so they I think one of the questions was something like, Who do you think should be most nervous about, you know, how they're gonna be portrayed this season or conflict or whatever? Right. And Teddy was like, Me. Like there's there's something that happens with Teddy and LVP. That is supposed to be bananas that I think feeds into the larger Got beast. Got it. Because Teddy was on Vanderpump Rules, which I was surprised by. Yeah, because of her brother. She, like, pretended that her brother needed a job. I love when they pretend that people need jobs. Yeah. Um, Like, as if her brother needs a job at, at Sir or Pump or wherever. He might need a television background actor occupation, and that's why There are happening. so many, like, pseudo extras on Vanderpump Rules who you know, know are just, like, waiting for the moment when they're recruited. Because James, you know, legitimately worked there until he... You know, Scott started dating Kristen and ended up on the show. James is an interesting case because I think he was desperate to be on the show. And the reason he started dating Kristen from the jump was in order to secure us. Oh, that's not that's yeah, that's never been in question. for Right. Me. And so I think now he's probably panicked and struggling with the fact that losing See You Next Tuesday, does that mean that he loses his television job, which is what he's actually freaked out about not having anymore? I'm a little confused about so much of the like work drama on that show because it doesn't ever feel authentic. And like, I don't believe that James is having money problems. I mean, like it was, it was the episode where he was like crying about losing his job and he gave his brother a check for $5,000. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I just don't entirely buy this storyline. And I know that they all make money. Like, they, they didn't make a lot of money to start, but they definitely make money now. I don't know how much money James is making. And he's supporting literally everyone in his yeah, family. Yeah, no, I can see that. I still don't feel like whatever, like, kind of fake gig he has through. Like, he DJs everywhere now. I don't know if his, like, DJ gig, like, at, you know, through, through Vanderpump Rules is actually, like, make or break for him. I almost think he's most comparable to scott disick on keeping up i don't watch the kardashians i'm no 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 shit i just don't watch the kardashians it's so good but he has been able to make a side career for himself where he goes to all these nightclubs and makes a bajillion dollars and goes to dubai to eat an ice cream cone or whatever right and he's done that because of the celebrity that he received from being on kardashians now obviously that's different because he has kids but james would never get kicked off 
the show. You don't think so? I no. think that there's a certain point where it might be so... No, he brings so much the, to the show in terms of conflict because they're all friends now. He's the only one they don't like. Oh, yeah, that's true. What is like? What is the conflict if, if James is gone? I mean, Stassi's got to have a birthday eventually. She just had a birthday. I know, With Ariana. <laughs> And you the know. only fight she had was with her very patient boyfriend. I mean, that's interesting. Sheena used to bring a lot of conflict. And I think they now are like, we don't care about you at all. It's actually kind of tragic to watch Sheena this season because it's so clear that both the show and everyone on it has moved on. Yeah. And I think that like... And she used to be the center. She did used to be the center. I think that like... Well, I mean, a lot of it was though like this kind of Stasi Sheena conflict and Sheena versus, I guess, mm-hmm. everyone and, and Ariana and her were close. And so it was weird because yeah. like Ariana was friends with these people, whatever. So like, but that all, but I feel like it doesn't really work anymore. I mean, she and Ariana aren't close anymore. It seems she's not really friends with anyone. She kind she of, she has this like thing with Lala. Kind of. Kind of. But Lala's, Lala's more like of, doing charity work. I think Lala's just uh, very mercenary about this and she will, it's like how she kind of like decided to get back with James like and become mm-hmm. a friend again. I mean, it was clearly because like she, I don't know. She was just kind of like playing all sides to get the most camera time possible, which God bless. God bless Lala. I mean, she, she knows what she does. She and now does well. she's shooting a film with Al Pacino. She sure is. Produced by her fiance Rand, which is a look. Those photos of her on Instagram. Loved it. Are a look. I just hope it's on a gangster movie. Cause you know that audience, audiences don't like, <laughs> Movies about gangsters. Yes. I've been told. <laughs> the Godfather is shocked at this. News. By, by I was I was told by Lala that. Oh God. Um. So you think James will stay forever I, and ever? Amen. I mean, who knows what's gonna happen? But I think that yeah. I think I don't know. I just think that they like they don't really have like the conflicts that they used to have are all gone. Like like Tom Sandoval versus Kristen is like lo- oh, long in the past, God. you know. So good. Kristen is so much stabler than she is now, and and in fact, Kristen now bringing the drama because I think she realized she had to step it up. Yeah, it's entirely her versus James. Right. So like, take James out of that equation, and what is there for Kristen to do? I felt like this episode. You know, I've had people reach out to me and and be like, "Do you think Pump Rolls is getting stale? Like, do you think it's showing signs of age, much like Jack's approaching forty? And I think that there's something to be said for that, yes. But I also think there are moments of such unique, crazy, hilarious TV, like when Tom Sandoval is asking what the address is for his bar so he can get oh ice my God. delivered. Okay, but I also... Magical. But I also... Okay, first of all, just like tabling this for now, but I have to tell you about going to TomTom because Tom I had like, <gasps> the craziest TomTom Tom experience in my oh life. Oh my God, tell me. When did you go to TomTom? Tom? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back okay, to that. Okay, get back to it. I table wanna, it, I, table I, it. I just want to like continue what you Turning were saying. Turning the tables. Which is like, yes, I agree that the show shows signs of age. Yeah. But I also have so much more affection and get so much more enjoyment out of all the people on that show than yeah. I do about any of the other Housewives franchises at this oh, point. Really? I just don't, except for maybe like New York, I don't really feel that same connection to them. I hear there you. are certain, there are certain people in every franchise that I care about. Yeah. But on Vanderpump rules, I pretty much want like care about all of them on some level. Like I really just want to keep watching them. Do you want them to do well? Or do you care about them in that? Like you feel connected to their like pain and, and um... no, I mean like, I, I think I do root for like many of them. Yeah. Like I really root for Stassi in a way that shocks me, but I just like want the best for her. She has changed and evolved so much from the like, evil monster that she was which was honestly like in early days in reaction to knowing and understanding that her boyfriend was 
horrible right. and was like gaslighting right. her. And then she was, and she admits this, she was in these relationships that changed her because she was with guys who expected her to behave a certain way right. and she didn't feel control of herself, which is why it's so awesome to see her with like Bo, but also unrelated to Bo, just feeling free to be like crazy, zany, funny, loose. I mean, I die for Stassi. Right. I think that she's really... I. I don't know. Maybe she, has she grown the most out of any of them? I don't know that that's necessarily Well, the ones I always real, think but... have grown than I like realize they haven't at all are people like Thomas Schwartz where like he, oh he kind of reverts back to the same shit over and over again. Yes. His inability to stand up to anyone ever, including yeah. people who are vicious to his wife, is like shocking to me. That scene with James where James is like crying and he's like, okay, let's not get emotional. And James is like, I'm not. We're talking like men. And he's like ripping him apart. I hate your wife. I just, I hate her. Right. And Schwartz being like, cool, but you realize that the reason that you don't have this night right. at Sir is because of your own right. misbehavior and drunk. And he's like, I just, whatever, fine, but I just, I still hate them. I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. No, it's great. Um, Pray I'm, for Raquel. Uh, I'm loving Raquel this season. Yeah. In terms of just like her putting the pieces together in her head. I don't think that's is that happening. I don't think that's happening. There's some like modest. I just I just I just think that I just think place. that like the, the stop copying my face Lala moment was like one of the best line readings we've gotten on any housewife show. So good. Um, but my top to experience. Well, yeah. I, tell me because well, I went I went I went to LA recently. And I never, I, I was so late to Vanderpump Rules that I had never gone to any of the establishments. establishments. I'd, well, Epcot I'd been, Center in West Village. I'd been to Villa Blanca like years okay. ago as a Beverly Hills fan. Oh, okay. And also because that's where my family used to live. And so we just went there. For At Villa Blanca? Uh-huh. No, in Beverly Hills. So we went there for like a family brunch. Okay, cool. Um, It was fine. Terrible. It was fine. It was fine. What it was did like you, totally what did you adequate. Eat? An omelet? Um, yes. And how was it? It was greasy. It was fine. Were eggs in it? It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a plate of melted cheese. Honestly, like I, I, American I, I, I don't, cheese. I don't remember much except that I remember it. Kind of, it had that sort of. The food had a very like um, <laughs> stale undertaste. <laughs> I would say hotel buffet taste. That is generous. <laughs> Not like a Vegas hotel buffet, okay? I'm talking about like a Marriott hotel buffet. Still, <laughs> from what I have read, I've never you eaten. Been there. At, it was. It was. I, it was I've never on been a, to Villa Blanca. I've been to Pump and Sir. It was fun. And I've I've drank a lot of right. seltzer with so, lime. So I had it. So okay. So I had been there. I hadn't been to any of the other ones. So we went to um we went to where did we go first? We went to Sir first, yeah. just to the bar. Because my friend who's done all these before was like, the, the best food is at Tom Tom. We should like go get drinks at Sir. And then make your Ma- way. Maybe hit up Pump, depending on how busy it is. Yeah. And then go to Tom Tom for like real food. Okay. I love it. So we went to, uh, we started off at, at Sir and I was very overwhelmed by how gaudy it is. I mean, like, it's just a lot, you know? It's a lot of purple. It's a lot of uplighting. And like, I don't know. I guess because on the show when they're filming, a lot, it is a lot of the bar, but a lot of it is like at like it, the restaurant or like yeah. at the table so it seems a little bit like classier and I was just at the bar no it's we didn't not classy there. I it's love not, it it's not it was fun though the bartender was maybe the most attractive person I've ever seen in my <gasps> life um yes. Pandora walked in Pandy Pandy walked in that was the only person we saw who was like associated oh. with the show 
Um, so that I, I did not have a drink. I just like s- stood around and then we left and we were walking around and pump was really busy. So we went to, oh. we went to Tom Tom, which was also busy. And we like waited in line. And I haven't waited in line for a bar like ever, ever. I don't do that. Not because I'm too cool to wait in lines. Yeah, I just like, there's I so hate many lines bars. and I hate bars. Right. So I just don't wait in line for them. Of course. But I was like, uh, it's Tom Tom. So we waited in line and they were like, they we get toward the front. And they're like, how many are you? Are you here to eat? And they're like, let us take you to a table. And they like took us to this booth in the back. And it was, I was not expecting like. We had this booth to ourselves. It felt very like chic. Yeah, it just felt like it felt like really good treatment. I was like, oh, like you so know, nice. it's just so nice. Um, so we get so we look at the menu and the food looks like surprisingly good. Were there goat cheese balls? There are not goat cheese balls there. How dare they? I know. I have to go. I'm, I'm going back to LA in a, in a week and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna get goat cheese balls. Good, please do. Um, I did. This is separate, but I did uh, eat ranch dressing with Stassi. We'll get to. We'll, we need to. Talk we about can't it. talk. Too we much can't about talk that, about it. Okay. But I can. But I can say that happened separately. Um, Your new best friend. No, 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 no. We. This is a professional relationship. <laughs> um, but but anyway, so at Tom Tom, uh, we ordered our food and we ordered drinks. I got. I, so it starts off with I ask, is are, are there any virgin drinks? So I'm not drinking that night. Okay. Slash like don't, a slash don't really drink. So I was like, what, what, like, do you have any, any mocktails? How could they not? They have one. What? I said, what's in it? He says rum. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's think about this. Let's unpack this. Is there rum in, is there rum in there? Cause that's not, that's not a virgin drink. It's not a mocktail. And he's like, oh, sorry. I guess there wouldn't be rum, huh? And I was like, correct. There would not be rum. So he brings like this drink. I think it was like a raspberry or something. It actually was really delicious and there was no alcohol in it, but I had a moment where I was like, he's just going to serve me like rum. Um, what if and what if you were avoiding alcohol because of right? I mean, like that would have been no. Not I mean, good. it's totally inappropriate. Well, we'll get to we'll get there because there's Uh-oh. more. So we're sort of like off to a weird start, and the waiter is of <laughs> course like really cute, and like I'm with a bunch of gays, and so we're all kind of like <gasps> fawning, fawning, and so he brings the drinks, and we're like, can we get some water? And he goes, we're having a technical problem with the water. And we're like, what is a technical problem with the water? Oh, no. Um, he's like, I'm getting it to you as soon as I can. The water's Team Rena. Well, whatever. It was, I was like, this is crazy. And we're all, I'm thirsty, right? Okay. And did you have ice in your drink, by the way? No. Interesting. Oh, actually, no, I think I did. Okay. I think it was on the rocks. Huh. My, my, my virgin, whatever mocktail I got. So um, he comes, we, we basically were like, this is so weird. There's no water. And um, my friend Kevin is like... Next thing you know, they're not going to have plates. So oh, he no. comes back with our, and like brings a platter of our, um, like buffalo cauliflower. I think they were oh. cauliflower. It was something like, it was something vegetarian. Oh, I would totally order that. It was so good. Like, I bet totally it was. Totally delicious. Um, I hope, I hope getting that right. It was something, something vegetarian buffalo, something, I think cauliflower. And, um, he comes back and he says, we're having a technical problem with the plates and the silverware. So there are no plates. We're having a technical problem. He just kept saying technical problem. His English was not his first language. Oh, cute. Um, okay. And I, and I don't, and I, so I don't want to like criticize that wording too much, but I just, I, I don't really know what he meant. And then he hands us individual forks and okay. nothing else. So we have a napkin, like a paper napkin, maybe they were cloth and like each have a, a fork and no plates. Um, it's like get to know your neighbor style. Well, we were by ourselves at the table, but it was, it was still weird. It was so weird. And we still had gotten water. And so finally, like, the plates do arrive. Like, and he hits us the plates. And we're like, okay, this is, like, we're off to an okay star. We ask about water again. He's like, I'm working on it. There are no, there's a problem with the glasses. There are no glasses. And we're like, okay, what? Well, you could just, like, serve us water in anything. You know, at that point, like, 
I have like hung out in co-ops before. Like I can drink out of whatever, but also like there are clearly alcoholic beverage glasses. Like just do we think their dishwasher was broken? I think that's my, I think that's what happened because the silverware and the plates were also really behind. You know what I mean? I think it was like a they were backed up or something was happening with the dishwasher. Oh, oh I forgot God. to mention also. While this was all happening, they came back and three of my friends got in fried chicken sandwiches. Oh, and he goes, "I'm so sorry. We're out of the we're out of the bread we serve that on." So they're like, "Okay, serve it on whatever. It's fine." Yeah. Comes back again. We're actually out of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of the we're out of the fried chicken. Like all this have happened, and I was Tom, I was like, Tom. you know, you know how like okay, but like LVP Tom would have died. Well, LVP is just so like. I mean, one of her big things is like these are real restaurants. This is not like you know, yeah, a promotional thing for the no, show. No, this is her this thing. Is, this, is a, this is like she is a restaurateur. Like this is right. Like, she opens thirty of them throughout her career. Like right. So I was just kind of shocked because I was like, yes, I know people have bad stories in like every Vanderpump establishment, but I don't know. This is like it just felt very, very weird and amateur. And we didn't get our water until about like ten minutes before we left. But at least he came back and was like, do you guys want another round of drinks? And we were like, can, we have, an, can we have a first round of water? <laughs> and if you can serve us more drinks, why can't you serve us water in a martini glass? That's what I got confused because I was like, maybe the ice machine is broken and that is somehow water. Serve us like being... lukewarm tap water. I don't, it was, we were really thirsty. It was a problem. I just love the idea that they were like, cool, we can't give you your sandwiches because of the bread BRB away. Also the chicken is right. gone too. So then we had ordered, uh, I had ordered truffle mac and cheese Ooh. and someone else had ordered bacon mac and cheese. Ooh. I don't eat bacon. Uh-oh. So the guy comes back, the way the server comes back, not the server, like one of the bus boys. I don't know. Someone came back and was like, here is your truffle mac and cheese and gives it to me. And I'm like smelling it. I'm like, this smells like bacon. And I like stir it and there's fully bacon inside. And so I like tell the waiter and he looks horrified and I'm like, but doesn't, he's like, Oh, sorry. And I was like, it's kind of a big deal. Like I don't eat meat, you know, like this is like a problem. Did your friend get your truffle or they, they just... hadn't brought it yet? Cause they brought okay. everything at very, we waited, we waited forever. It was truly a nightmare meal. <laughs> it like, sounds amazing. And honestly, the longer we went on, like it started off being like, this is funny how much is going wrong. But then you know, something like switches and suddenly you're like really upset. No, and I was, of course. I was like really actually upset. And by you're the hungry and dehydrated. At I was, this point I was too. hungry. I was thirsty and I was feeling very like annoyed at how no one seemed to like, I didn't want to take out, take out like the waiter was you know a very sweet man and I didn't want to like take it out on him. I no, never wanted to take anyone in the service industry, right. but I just it was so frustrating that everything kept going wrong and it was like for the most ludicrous reasons oh we couldn't even get water. God. So I like so he's like oh I'll tell them and the, I'll tell them to be careful and I'm like okay thinking like cop me you know like like if that like, happened somewhere else they oh sh- totally they should have comped like something at, after what we went through in that meal I thought we'd get something comped we got nothing comped. What? And I was like, and I almost like a couple of them, we we sort of were divided. Like some of us were like, we should complain to the manager, and the rest of us were like, let's just let it go because we don't like confrontation and whatever. Mm. And then LVP walks in. No. And I'm like, do I tell her this is a disaster? Yes. And I was so close to doing it, but the thing is, like, she was not in that mode of like, I'm gonna go table by table and like see how people are doing that she does sometimes. Yeah. She was very much in. She just didn't seem like she was in the mood. And I didn't want to like have a. I didn't want to have her people, her like team, keep me away from her. You know what I mean? Do you and think it, she was there like to literally check on her restaurant as like? A, I don't know. It wasn't being. She wasn't being filmed or anything. I think she was there to just check it out. But it didn't seem like, or maybe someone was there that she had to say hi to. Mm. But it didn't seem like, uh, you know, when she does the rounds, which I think she mostly does on camera. Yeah, I don't know how often she's genuinely at. Her I was surprised places. that she was there, and then when I got outside, Ken was there, but I didn't. And people were like taking selfies with him, and he looked very, very grumpy. 
He does appear slightly He terrifying. did not seem like he was not smiling in the selfies. I think, honestly, they're probably over it. After whatever happens on Beverly Hills, I I'm think sure they, I'm sure they are. And it's, I don't know. This whole thing was so weird to me because, like, the food at Tom Tom is actually very good, except for the truffle mac and cheese, which was not good. Everything else was really delicious. And the meat stuff I didn't have, my friend said, was really good. And I was, like, surprised at the quality of the food. It was very good. And um, the drinks were good. I mean, the virgin drink was very good. I think if they just, like, figured out whatever's happening there... But it didn't feel like a restaurant that's open. It felt like a... And when did you go? This was like a couple weeks ago. Oh, shit. And how long has it been open? A while. It's been open, it's been open long enough to be having voted the best bar in the, in the city by LA, whatever. That didn't happen. It just happened. My word. And neither of the Toms were there? Neither of the Toms were there. Well, I mean, it was... They, they were... Know. No, they were... I think they were away because Stassi said that they were all going to Vegas, I believe, for Britney's birthday filmed or no no because they're just friends they're just friends i mean maybe tom sandoval wasn't there i think he was doesn't vegas. know where they're, it is <laughs> i mean it's no, they, they were going they were going some yeah they were all going on a trip together i assume i assume that they were going to because i know that like because katie was going and i assume ariana was going okay, i saw so the couples i, I think they all went i think so i don't know i just know but they went on vacation the... to florida on like rand's like he got them a yacht or something to like chill oh on i don't Jackson, know i don't Brittany know stuff yeah God, that sounds really frustrating. It uh, it was very frustrating, and it's like every time I watch, like I feel like like it was such a bad experience that now when I like watch the Tom 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 scenes, I have this oh, weird no. feeling of like, and I also like really want the Tom Tom to succeed, and yeah. I want like you know mostly because like I you know I want Ariana to succeed, so I just like mm. I want everything to go well for them. I think Tom Tom is like a fun space and it has the best quality food and drink of any of their establishments. Which is a high bar. Sure. Um, <laughs> but it was a really upsetting meal. And I was upset that like, honestly, when LVP walked in, because we had been like so clearly upset by what was happening. Yeah. I almost thought she was going to like come over to our table and be like, I'm so sorry about this. Like, can I comp your entire meal? They called me. They told me about the water. Like, I they knew that she, you know what I mean? I, I knew that she wouldn't like, but it, like... She she looked really frazzled. I mean, I wonder if they did tell. If she, I wonder if she knew that they were having problems with like, the plates and the glasses and everything. Did she look as put together as she always seems to? I honestly didn't. Like, tight I, dress. I, she was walking by really quickly. I didn't even. Know, I didn't notice her the first time she walked by, and really? then when and then she was in the other room, and then when she walked back, I saw her. So I don't. I didn't really get a chance wow. to see, it. and it was. It's very dark in there. At one. Oh, I didn't even tell. Oh my god! Another thing that happened. Tell me everything. At one point. We were trying not to laugh because we said um, the waiter was like apologizing to us. And my friend was like, it's totally okay. Like most of us have been servers before. Like we know it's not your fault. Like don't stress out. Yeah. And the waiter was like, um, he goes, yeah, I mean, we're all waiters at one point. And then hopefully we move on to something better. And it was just like so, but it was so dark and awkward. He just stood there that like. (laughs) It was such a dark line that like oh, my no, friend was trying sweetie. not to laugh, not out of like, you know, not in a dick way, but he was just so, it was so, we didn't know how to respond. Right. So he's trying not to laugh. So he like breathes down oh, and blows no. out the candle by accident. So a guy comes by and is like, do you want me to light your candle again? Like real, real pissed Rent off. Style. Yeah. And he go, and we, and we were like, sure. And he goes, are you just going to blow it out again? Cause I'm not going to like do this and then walk away and have you blow it out again. I'm not going to do that. It was like, like super aggressive. 
And we were like, I feel like you guys are traumatized. I, w- I was like, what? No, like, we're not like trying to like prank you, candlelighter guy. Um, I just keep remembering things that happened. It was actually like, <laughs> it was honestly one of the worst experience- dining experiences of my life. And I would still go back, but it was crazy. The power. I mean, I did, I did have like a couple friends who had been before who were like, I will never go there again. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go there. I would go there for the ambiance. Yeah. And by ambiance, I mean the fact that I have seen it on my television set, right. aka computer. I mean, it was iPad, the, but... the line. Were, it was so crowded. The line was the line was like not short. Um, I think we were helped by eating because they were able to get us into a booth, whereas yeah. like otherwise we would have been like waiting to step into that crowded bar. Yeah, which I'm um, sure they were not well staffed. And it was a weekend. I think that like I I don't know. I think I would go again. Like for drinks and to hang yeah and just like i, I do want to eat at sir next time i'm in town because i just haven't been to serve mm-hmm. free food before and i want to have the goat cheese balls even though I'm, tr- I'm told they're like overrated but i still want to try them i mean it's it's american history so you <laughs> right. i feel it's like you very, have to pledge it's allegiance it's important to me wow. um yes yeah, so that was my tom tom experience what do you, can i ask you a um, pump rules question in no way related to your tom tom's experience which sounds magical actually two questions was the painting on the wall of tom and tom kissing I didn't see it, and I was really there upset about it. that it was just there during filming, but then I read something that, like, it was there after or whatever. I didn't see it, and I but it was so crowded, and I was, like, just kind of being rushed to the table. And, again, it was also shockingly dark in there, so okay. I couldn't see very much at all. Got it. Um, which is the way um, Lisa likes it, so you can't tell if you have glasses or a plate or a fork, because <laughs> the lighting is just so gorgeous and romantic. I had to use the light on my cell phone to look at the menu, and that made me feel so old, but I actually could not read it. God bless. Isn't that crazy? It was so dark in there it is she's making choices or maybe the um electricity wasn't working maybe i've never like i mean a restaurant that dark i really literally could not read the menu did you see james in a cubby hole i did not he was not there i think he was traveling around djing wow living his best life so question for you about pump rolls and then i want to move on to housewife stuff what do you think about this whole billy lee situation oh okay so this is very complicated i have very uh, i have to be so delicate with this be delicate i think that the key here is that I think it's okay. There are two things that are true. The first thing that's true is yeah. that um, she really wants to be a regular cast member. She is angry for drama. She is yes. starting shit on purpose. Yes. She is knows that she has to like, you know, earn her keep on the show, which means doing things like being close to James because he has no other allies. Yep. Like um, fighting with Kristen. Yep. Fighting with Katie. Like, like, picking the right people to fight with. So like she's definitely playing this game like someone who watched the show and knows how to She's survive. making choices. She's, she's being, making she's choices. She's being strategic. She's being very strategic. At the same time. Yes. Because of what she has gone through as a trans woman, mm-hmm. even if what she did on Twitter was absolutely calling them transphobic, even if she pretends it was not. Like what she did on Twitter was totally calling them transphobic. She was calling them transphobic without using the word transphobic. Correct. But she was still doing that. Yeah. And Perhaps it was unfounded, but when a trans person says, I felt excluded from this and here's why, whether or not it was intentional or whether or not, like, she's doing it because she wants drama on the show, like, you treat it as a sincere comment. And I'm sure that part of her was left out and hurt. And you just, like, go from there and you're not defensive about it. Acting defensive makes you look so much worse. And these, all, like, these women on the show, and the men definitely, like, could use some sensitivity training. Like, they are not... There's a lot of, like, casual shit they do that is transphobic. In the first episode of the season, when Lala was imitating Billy's voice by lowering her voice, I was like, that's not cool. And, like, Lala not knowing what what cis privilege means. Oh, that was awkward. Like, these are things that that I'm like, you know, 
educate yourself and like Stassi, yeah, don't use Stassi I'm line. sure still says dumb shit but she did take the time to like have Billy on her show because she knew nothing about trans issues and trying mm-hmm. to kind of like do that and I, I just feel like it's so complicated because I can see the way that like it feels inauthentic and I'm still like I still like you have to just take it seriously and respond with like compassion yeah I think it's hard because you want to respond with compassion but they are also on a reality show and I think that genuinely they were really they were angry about what she said. Of course. And because they were so confident that they had done. I think the problem is that they were treating in this specific incident, um, instant, I can't talk incident, um, where it was like, who's being tagged in whatever photo and you didn't invite me. And Billy is saying this, the event title was girls night out. I am a trans woman. This is my experience in my life. And they are saying, we're treating you as a woman. We're treating you as a woman who we think is a bitch. Right. You know, like there is a separation there where even though I totally hear, I hear her hurt and her anger. I also think just on the basic technicalities of this, I, I'm on Katie's side in the sense that like, I really don't think Katie was transphobic, but I also think that like, Billy's explanation of it people have to have value in right no I think we're in agreement I I I don't I mean I think she knew exactly what she was tweeting I think she wanted to stir shit up and cause a storyline and she did it and she did it I don't I don't think that it was entirely based on like her hurt I just think that you have nothing to gain like at the same time you have to listen to what she's saying and treat and 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 just apologize and move on I also don't know that Billy is a great fit for this show I don't know I don't know I'm not sure I I mean I don't die for Billy. Oh, no. I'm not a fan. But I also feel like the show has been so terrible about having anyone who's not cis and white and straight on it. That yeah. like, It's good to have some It's diversity. good to have. I mean, yeah. none of them are actually that straight, it turns out. But <laughs> the revelation that Lala hooked up with Ariana was actually pretty surprising to me. Because there have now been so many, like, because I also believe that Brittany and Kristen hooked up. I know that was like. Yeah? You don't think that was true? I think that was absolutely true. I don't know. When Jack said he walked in on them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 100% true. Walked in on them doing what? Because people are throwing on the world word sex and not to like Bill Clinton everybody, but like Lala and Ariana didn't have sex with each other. They, one of them. Oral sex is, counts as sex. I don't believe that. Well, that's just the way it is. Okay. When you, sex can't just be penetrative because a lot of people don't have penetrative sex. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I think in this, I think that Tom, Tom Sandoval was like reaching for gossip when he said it. And I think he was strategically me, talking about it. I, oh, I don't that's, look, that's fine. But to me, that was sex. And also, we don't know how, we don't know exactly what happened in that backseat, right? And I think I honestly think that he was saying that they had done more than they actually did, but I do think that they hooked up. Yeah, but like, I mean, what are they gonna do? Like, pull out a strap on and fuck each other? Like, you don't know. Like, they could like like if they are getting off together in the backseat of a car, that is having sex. I don't know that one of them went down on the other. I honestly think that they were like heavily making. Oh, out. Oh, you think they're just making out? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I I I I bet that they like. I you think that ha- they did oh, more? Absolutely, yeah. And I and I also think that Kristen went down on Brittany. Phenomenal. And what do you think about Tom even broaching this on camera, Sandoval? Oh, it was shitty. Do you think he but did like, that on purpose, or do you think he was just like on here's purpose a fun in terms of like here's the camera, I'm going to do it on camera? Yeah. I don't know. I could see it easily being like they're just drinking and like talking, like, like trying to impress each other with stories about their girlfriends. Do you think Ariana wives? was genuinely? Um, shocked and horrified by him or do you think that he told her in advance like off camera that he was going to do this 
I don't know. I believed that. That it was real? Yeah. I believed it also because it involved that kind of unspoken thing of like what she was really mad about is that it was on camera. Yeah. Um, I can totally see that. Because I think that like a lot of times like that's sort of a thing they, they never break the fourth wall on the show. Mm-hmm. So like occasionally in the reunions they'll talk, they'll break the fourth wall, but mostly they don't. And I think that like one of the, one of the things there was that she was upset because he said it on, on camera. So now everyone knows. Right. And it was her, it's her body, her sexual experience. And totally. she should be able yes. to. Uh, and his defense of it was like, well, everyone knows you've like been with women, b- women which before, is which is such a strange. Right gaslighting e kind of it's just like a weird it's a very it's a very weird response right um, but i don't know if it was like i don't think it was like a plan i don't think it was a planned thing because it wasn't like it it wasn't really enough of a storyline for it to be like a planned thing it wasn't like yeah, they had a long true. fight about it it wasn't like she wasn't like totally freaking out and icing him out for weeks it was like they got over it pretty quickly yeah. I think it was a thing that actually happened. I think the season of Pump Rolls was definitely feels like a slower start and But they we'll but they're see. all they're we'll also all see. friends. I know. Which they're is all why friends I guess James like, James just makes me uncomfortable. Like the trailer for next week where James's mom is like, I was such a good parent, you took your first steps at Tiffany. Like, what the fuck are you trying to she literally said, I'm such a good mom to you because you were in a fancy jewelry store where I was spending all of our money, which is why I'm now poor. When you took your first, it was, it's weird. The parents make me uncomfortable. Yeah, because Stassi's Stassi's mom, that was really rough too. Yeah, Stassi's mom, that was a dark That was incredible. That was very dark. And not made for TV. That's her mom is like a broken bird. And this, and watch her fly. Well, I think that, yeah. And I think that that's such a weird thing about the show and doing any reality show is that you're inviting these people into the show that don't necessarily, aren't necessarily meant to be on camera. And yet are desperate for it. Of course, because everyone secretly wants to be on TV. Right. Or not so secretly, but everyone wants to, you know, like. It's just so interesting what one person thinks makes good TV. Like, I'm sure right. in the moment Stassi's mom was thinking, like, this is a great, t- you know, this is great TV, but they're not actual editors. Right. They're not producers. They like, just think they can There are be. things like where, listen, like, Patrick was a horrible person. Terrible. And treated Stassi awfully. And it seems like he was emotionally abusive and controlling. Yeah. But. I think his point of like, I don't want to be on the show with you. This is bad for you and bad for us was like not entirely incorrect. And I think that like, it's hard because this is their livelihood and like, you know, on some level they enjoy doing it, but it's like, it can completely destroy relationships. I mean, like how many reality shows we watch just completely ruin people's lives. Oh, so many. And also, and a lot of, and and granted, I think it exposes the things that are already fucked up in your life, but Mm -hmm. like, and so in some ways it can be good. Like would Kim Richards have ever gotten sober without the show? I don't know. But it's also like, you know, I, I think it also destroyed her relationship with Kyle, like more than it would I have been destroyed otherwise. I think it brought to the surface issues in their relationship that neither of them was comfortable talking about right. until that limo scene end of season one where she's like, you're an alcoholic. Right. And then and the you ensu- stole my goddamn and, house. Right. And then you stole my goddamn house, which came up and, you know, was something that they battled about and wasn't necessarily something that either of them was comfortable to say to each other, but because of, because you're always dramatic and you're encouraged to do this stuff. And I mean, and heightened drama. The other thing is like, you know, occasionally in real life you'll fight with someone and you'll kind of just move on from that. Mm -hmm. Whereas in, in reality shows, they make you have that confrontation. Yeah. So like the weird thing about that, that Stassi and Bo fight earlier this season. Yeah. Was that like, clearly it was a real fight and that she was just drunk and lashing out at him Mm -hmm. for no reason. But their makeup was so the you dick punch me in the heart thing. 
it felt very much like a scene that producers made them do. Yeah, like, it was such a good line. It was a good line, and I really like Bo. I just mean that like I don't think in real life they would have resolved it that way. I think it would have yeah. like I think it would have it would have been like a Some I was drunk. Yelling, I'm so sorry. Right. Like I need to watch like what I say or do. Or when a little I'm drunk. bit of anger. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Instead and, of like and, tied and, up and with then, a dick punch. Bo and then heart. like and then moved on and not had it be like a, that that exact scene. So question for you. Speaking of manufactured drama, so we got. I feel like Atlanta hasn't been on for six years, and I'm totally fine with it. Like there have been a couple weeks where it hasn't been on. Or it two was on. Weeks? It was on last. There was one last week. No. No, because of the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. Which I have zero complaints about. So, I'm, so the tra- and the mid-season trailer just came yes. out. What are your thoughts on Atlanta this season? Um, I miss Kenya. Oh my god, so much. I'm really like struggling to care about anyone. I don't th- I, like. I, I mean, I care about Candy obviously because I love Candy, but I I just don't in terms of like storyline. I don't really know what's happening. This show has been a little aimless for a while, but it worked mm-hmm. because they had so many people bringing it. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I miss, I miss Sheree also. I, I, and I think like, I don't know. There's, there's very little, like, what is the storyline of the season? I don't think there has one. I think that any storyline that they've gotten is related to Portia. Which is so like, who cares? You know, like, it's like, I don't want Phaedra to come back because like, I feel like what she did was unforgivable, Mm -hmm. but also like, I feel like they're going to bring her back because like, what else are they going to do? It's sort of like how Jersey had to bring Danielle back, even though she was like someone who should not be on television. But they were desperate. But they were desperate to to save the show and it it worked. So I think that like, they need, they're going to need to bring Phaedra back. Do you think Shamari will get half of a peach or whatever next season? I, I don't know. She is such a, I don't know. I feel like let down even, when I see her. Because I understand why they probably brought her on. They thought she was special and could sparkle. And she's just really not. But even Eva isn't really doing it for me. And I like, I think Eva is like interesting because she has a reality TV background. Mm-hmm. She's very shady and mm-hmm. like very good at pretending she's not being shady. Mm-hmm. But I don't really feel like she's bringing it. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see her wedding just because she's riding the, um, uh, Cynthia wave of like stressing out because you are putting together this huge wedding essentially because of your TV job, but you absolutely cannot afford it. Right. So I'm curious to see that. Um, oh, also, I am so over Cynthia dating storylines. Like, I just kind of wanted to marry that yeah. guy because we don't talk here about it anymore because I'm, it's just been too much. And the trailer is like maybe him being, maybe like him pre proposing. <sighs> That's what the sense I got from him, like fake. He's not proposing. actually proposing. Yeah. yeah. It's strange. Um, and also Nini's struggles this season are dark. It's dark. Cause I think that like, there's something very dark and sad happening with Nini and with Greg. I yeah. think that Greg's whole like inability to accept that he actually has cancer and like that he thinks he can be cured with God and not like, and with vegan and food. And vegan food. But it, it felt very... It was, it was sort of like religious-based too, right? It was like faith and... Was there not a faith element to it? Um, I don't think explicitly. I think that they're certainly like holding on to their faith. But there I don't know that... There's something about... Whatever it, it was. Be. It might be. It felt, it felt very like not science-based. Yeah. And, you know, and, and listen, like anyone who's going through that deserves to do whatever they want to like heal themselves. But also like... There are medical realities to this, and I, I, I can imagine whether they haven't really stated it that's some sort of source of conflict for them. Yeah, I think that there are a few sources of conflict. Just to say one thing, um, vegan food isn't 
radiation, but it also shouldn't be discounted. So if he is going on a totally different dietary regimen than like the shit he was eating before, that can have huge physical benefits. There are lots of things you can do that can have physical benefits that are, that are, that are, but it's not a substitute, especially not when you have aggressive stage three. No, I mean, I know lots of people who have like, who've gone through cancer or autoimmune Mm -hmm. problems or whatever. And you, you make dietary changes and do other treatments and they work well for relieving your symptoms and for, and, for bettering your health in other ways, but you can't just like say, I'm going to like diet my way out of cancer. Well, that's, I mean, that's what I went through with my own illness was the, um, autoimmune elimination diet was like so, so important that I was like, I don't think I need to take the pills. Like I I need to take the medication because I feel so much better. And I have doctors that are like, no, Sarah, like you need to actually fix the problem. Right. And I, I totally get it. I just think that like, and also it's, there's a horrible industry of people sort of like, selling to people with cancer like totally. like um what are those they sell like pits of like uh oh i can't remember what it is like i'm thinking of like a magic pill like no they're the like they're, they're 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 like they're it's made from like pits of some fruit i can't think of oh gojo be jogo no goji but it's, some, it's, some, it's something goji you can like you can seeds and it has like i don't know some, they're toxic but you take it it's supposed to like naturally kill I don't, oh, well, I don't know. It, there's okay. lots of shit like Some that sort though. Of that's thing. like pseudoscience bad stuff. Right. And I and I'm I don't think that, that Atlanta's promoting that, but like there's just a lot of like misinformation out there and like, you know, find the best doctors and then work on whatever supplemental diet stuff you can to help. But. I also think there's something to be said for the fact that Nini's like he's acting like a dick. And yeah, patients being a caregiver is so stressful. And if you were having issues in your relationship before the cancer, and I don't know that that's correct, but it very well could I mean, be. They I mean, did they got get divorced. divorced, right? So it that's not that wouldn't necessarily be shocking. Plus, he's now dealing with cancer and he's being a dick, which is entirely possible. That's a lot to shoulder. Now, does that mean that she maybe assaults Marlo, which we saw in the trailer? Who's to say? I mean, something happens. But Marlo. Marlo is so fascinating because Marlo is the only person consistently bringing drama on that show. Yeah. Like, and she will never get a peach. No. Which is such a, like, it's such a Faye Resnick kind of, like, fuck you thing. We're like, we're going to bring you on because you cause problems, but we will never reward you with a full-time gig. Well, I think it was Brian Moylan who tweeted the reason that Marlo will never get a peach is because Bravo doesn't know how to um, deal with... um, showing that Marlo is like a genuine sex worker, like that they don't, Mar- that Bravo doesn't know how to deal with that plot line because yeah, there are stories that like Marlo's job and the reason that she has income is because of relationships with older wealthy men. And that's something that Bravo doesn't know how to address, which I'm like, don't they though? I feel like, haven't I we seen that do. before? There's no shame in that. Right. Isn't that a true. niche? Like so. I, I think it's no, and not that there's shame, but, that Bravo doesn't no, I, know. I, I totally understand that. And I think it's like there's a fine line for them probably between sex work and sugar daddy situations. Totally. And it's hard to portray that. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Marlo's income, but I... Um... I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's... I think this this has been a tired, tough season. And I don't know what's going to happen next, but... I don't either. I, I think that Nini will bring it and has been sort of more of a fighter because she is stressed and sad. So like she's lashed out in really surprising ways, but I'm mostly pretty bored. Yeah. Speaking of the opposite of being pretty bored, 
Holy Ugh, New Jersey. Shit. New Jersey, the best housewives on right now. So here's the thing. New Jersey started, and I heard from so many people who are like, isn't this the best, Sarah? Isn't this the best? Don't you love it? And I didn't love it. Because but last season, I said I, I said I was into it. I don't think you were as into it as I was. I'm sure I was not. I, thought, I thought as soon as Danielle came back, even though she is a nightmare. Nightmare. Horrible person. She... The worst person to ever appear on Bravo TV. She revamped... Well, let's not forget the Marqueses. I could never say anything in defense of the Marqueses because they are there are horrible, horrible people. people, horrible, um, prejudiced, racist, awful, gleefully abusive, horrible, horrible people. Both of them. Yes. They are both monsters and trash. Yes. So it's hard for me to compare apples and like toxic oranges, but I don't love. Um, I don't love. Danielle, I mean. Oh no, Danielle is is a horrible. toxic. Nightmare. I couldn't decide who was worse. I couldn't decide. I don't think. Uh, no, Danielle is also racist. Is she? Probably. Yeah, she, there was recordings of her using the N word, wasn't there? Am I crazy? Oh, probably. Yeah, that seems about right. Well, now I want to make sure I'm not slandering her. Yeah, God forbid we slander Danielle Stav. Um, no, um, I don't want to slander anyone. No, of course not. So at the beginning of this season, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Because I felt kind of sad that everybody else was like finding their happiness and internal joy from watching New Jersey and I wasn't having it. And then last week's episode with the wine shiv, and I knew it was building up to something, but last week especially, I felt so much happiness and joy with everything that went down in Cabo. Like the shiv made of wine, the Melissa coming back to life. Oh my god! All that, of it was that, so can I just say so good. That, that, that episode. I'm talking. Well, not the most recent one, the one before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago was literally one of the best Housewives episodes of all time. I agree. It was an instant classic. The fight that the fight at the table between um, Margaret and Margaret Jennifer. and Jennifer where Margaret said hit a nerve was one of the greatest like fights. And I was like, Oh, we're going to like, how can they top that? And then we had the explosive yeah. fight at the end. And I was like, Oh, this is like an incredible episode of television. I- and it's fascinating to watch because Teresa has somehow never been dumber. Like Teresa's like inability to see what's going on here is like hard to watch. And people are talking about how dumb she is, which is a first. People don't usually do that unless they're Jacqueline at a reunion. Everyone is talking about the fact that Teresa's making so bad weird decisions. Is that, like, Teresa, it's Teresa's such a mystery to me because she survived so long on the show. She clearly knows what she's doing on some level, but I never can tell if it's like a calculated thing or if she's just genuinely not getting it. So that is such a good point. And so we do these fabulous satchels of gold with um, comments from our listeners. So this is from, I have a satchel of gold that's Teresa specific from Taria in Baltimore. By the way, I just real quick, I did Tell look me. I did look up Did um, she say the word Danielle uh racist rant. Okay, great. We're not gonna um, listen to it. We're not gonna listen to it, but terrible. um and it's an audio tape allegedly recorded by her ex. Oh, the one with the sex tape? Uh where the one that she did the sex tape with? She says the N word several times. Yeah, cool. Good listen for to her. the phrase stupid fucking Mexican. Awesome. Okay, uh, enough to and then yeah. asks for marijuana. So awesome. so which is fine. Marijuana's fine. But right. but yes, I want to make sure that I was not incorrectly saying nope. that she'd been recorded using the N word. I feel very confident that if you say anything about Danielle's job, Google search well, it's or not, not. While I'm bringing that up, by the way, Kelly Dobbs was recorded saying she doesn't like black people. So let's just remember people are racist. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I mean, it's, it's horrible. These are horrible. A lot horrible. of people are genuinely horrible. And I feel I like we give them a pass because they're fun on TV. I know. And we have to at least acknowledge that they are horrible and they're perpetuating racist ideology. Totally. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry, we can move. Sorry, moving on to what you're talking about. Um, I can't tell you how many listeners reach out to me and they're like, please don't ever talk about anything having to do with bad people and politics. And I'm like, guys, how can I not? That's just the world that we live in. But we can't even get into it. I don't want to do. I don't want to deal with if that. If you're listening, right to, I mean, I feel like if you're listening to this and you're, and you're a Trump supporter, that's kind of on you. But go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> continuing on. Um, Taria from Baltimore. Hi, Sarah. Oh, she says nice stuff about me. Um, look forward to you. She's on her second round of listening to every Andy's girl. Oh, what a blessing. Taria, you are a blessing. Okay. I have a theory on why Teresa blindly supports Danielle. We know Teresa does not like to share her personal life. And right now her personal life is about Joe in jail and deportation. But she also knows she needs a storyline. So I think she's blindly at backing Danielle no matter what, because that gives her a storyline that everyone is wondering about without the focal point really being her, Teresa's personal life. Love the show. Bye. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. Um, I, I heard something offhand and okay. I won't reveal which housewife said it. Okay. But one of the Jer- Jersey housewives claimed that she would try to call Teresa to like plan storylines or like plan stuff or plan what she they wanted to say at a, at a fight or what like basically not not saying that it was all planned but saying like if we're gonna go in there and they're filming we have to like sit but I to, think a lot of housewives do that right of course they do yeah but she was like Teresa could never remember what she was supposed to do and was and could never keep it straight which I entirely believe I 100% so I don't I, I I do not think it is a calculated move for a storyline and I think that also Teresa knows how powerful she is and that they wouldn't they they halted the show until she got out of prison. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that like she I don't think she has any doubts about her power there and doesn't think about like I have to step it up or I'm not going to get, you know, have a storyline. Which by the Especially way, because she and Joe are going to get divorced and that's going to be a storyline too. By the way, if she's not doing this for a storyline, doesn't that and this isn't like a choice, she actually feels that 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 Danielle is like God's gift. What the fuck does that say about Teresa, I mean that. She no, I don't. Then I, I think genuine it's I, the the only other thing that I can think of, gullible. if it if it is like she's an idiot. But the other thing I can think about is that it's possible that Danielle has dirt on her. But what dirt don't we already know? I, mean, I think Teresa's, if Teresa's, I think if Teresa's like fucking some guy who's not Joe, which is very very possible. I think that if Danielle knew that, she would want Danielle on her side because Danielle would absolutely bring that up at every. Re- possible moment but i honestly believe that if that specific example was the truth the audience would be on Teresa's side because the audience would but i don't think she would want that out there oh yeah okay i mean i don't I, think i i don't think anyone would blame her for that i think joe is clearly cheating on her forever but i think that she doesn't want that out there i mean talking about not wanting stuff out there saying over and over again that words hurt to margaret completely avoiding that the reason that huge blowout happened in Cabo is because of Danielle bringing up stuff about Margaret's estranged. It was shocking. It was shocking. If if anyone else had said, like, first of all, before that though, Jennifer talking about basically telling Margaret, your mother's a slut who, and like, I loved that was unreal. I was like, if if anyone said that, imagine if someone said that about like Teresa's parents. And one of whom is no longer with us. Like, it's actually like unfathomable that Teresa can't see that. And then that, and then the, then the whole like, yes. And then again, Danielle being so vicious about Margaret's kids. I, it was shocking to me. And her saying over and over again, Danielle isn't evil, completely choosing 
the cele- I mean, there's one thing if she doesn't remember what to say on camera. Right. But you remember years of this person being an enemy. Like the don't talk about my children, the push against Andy at the reunion when Danielle was bringing up Teresa not visiting Melissa after she had one of her kids. I mean, there is serious history there. Right. And now Teresa's genuinely saying she's essentially never done anything wrong. I trust her with my life. Like that is No, it's it's actually it's, it's it's really it's really hard to understand because Danielle was so toxic from the beginning, and I, I don't know. I like wish that they could get Caroline back, which they never. Oh my would, god, I think Caroline about Caroline's so much. Caroline would never. But like, I need Caroline to step in and be like, "You are a goddamn idiot for ever believing this woman is not trying to destroy your life." Well, I know that Caroline's not back, but Dolores is there, and you know Dolores and Caroline are still really good friends. And yeah. Dolores gets it. Like Dolores being quiet during a lot of that fight until the very end makes me think that Dolores is genuinely like sharpening her knives and is ready to kill Daniel. I, I, like I think genuinely that's going to. Well, look, I'm, ho- I'm hoping. I'm looking at the preview for next for next week. I don't know if Teresa's going to get it or not, but my my hope is that I think Danielle has is done with the show. I, I would hope, and that I think the reunion should be the kind of destruction that Kim Zolciak faced on the Atlanta reunion where she was destroyed. I want to see Danielle get on there and have everyone be like, but Jennifer isn't Sheree. Like Jennifer's really going to go to bat again, to go to bat, to defend Danielle. um, Danielle. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I I don't know that it's going to be the end of her. I don't understand. I mean, she wants this. I want, I want Teresa at least to turn on Danielle. I want her to finally, that's going to happen during the reunion. I think she's going to be so busy fighting Jackie. Okay, but like I feel like and it's only two parts, which does not bode well. For <gasps> it's only two parts. Two parts, which is bullshit. Shocking. This is the best Jersey season. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but they need a third part. They need a third part. Um, I agree with you, but I think that I don't think that Teresa and Jackie are going to fight that much. I think they don't. I, I think it's such a boring like that fight was so stupid, honestly, because it what, was stupid. What but- Jackie said was shitty, and what Teresa, but Teresa also refusing to acknowledge that Joe is in prison and hasn't just gone away is like what am I? I, I it's ridiculous well i but i also think that like what else is Teresa gonna fight about like she's gonna i don't think she's really gonna go hard against Margaret. i just wonder if like her watching the entire season assuming she actually watched it might change her opinion of of uh danielle p.s you know who's i'm sure watched every single episode and is as angry as angry can be Sigalite. You know Siggy is watching the season and she's seeing Margaret come out smelling like a fucking rose for saying shit, apologizing two seconds later, being so full of energy and story and like crazy zany whatever. And she is watching this and she is pissed as shit. That Mar- <laughs> Margaret's now become so key to Jersey. Like Margaret sort of deserves to be at the fucking center of them holding their bags of yeah. trash or whatever. Like she really is it kills me giving that, us so much right. i also like it kills me that that Teresa and melissa keep getting going into it and then getting into it and then immediately apologizing and being like i don't want to fight with you yeah because they know what's at stake i know but like but like continue it for at least five more minutes melissa's melissa is so much more likable when she is not on Teresa's side oh my god melissa when she came to life at the end of that fucking fight i was here for it and she's like i don't want to eat dinner i want to talk to Teresa." i mean i know she didn't say it like that but like i was here for every moment of melissa gorka how many times has danielle thrown a glass i just i I honestly like i i don't actually understand what bravo is doing in terms of like she is like a safety hazard well that's why they had a huge burly security guard there to intercede she brought a gun she brought a guy with a gun to an event yes when she was on the show and that was not okay Danielle is a horrible person. I mean, people have reached out to me and they're like, do you think Marty was always this terrible? Or do you think that genuinely 
um, like what Joe Gorga said, she corrupts anything and every she corrupts anything and everyone, including Marty, and that she's the Black Widow of New Jersey. Like, oh, such a good line, such a good line. Joe loves being on the show, and we love him for it. But I like, do you think that Marty was always this way, or do you think that she genuinely made him terrible? And I think that there is a reason that he fell in love with a woman like Danielle Staub, and I'm sure he had his you know, eyes very wide open to the kind of person she was. And he chose her over his kids. So I don't think that Marty was God's gift to fucking New Jersey bachelors before, you know, marrying her. I think he knew exactly what was happening and needs to take responsibility for it. When they recorded the film reunion, it was after they got divorced, right? Um, or I'm they were in the process say, of getting divorced. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, because they they announced that they were splitting up months. Right. So after that's getting married. Be, yeah, so that's part yeah of the but meeting. I don't know if like her claims of physical abuse and domestic violence were announced at that point, and right. his counterclaims that like she's a nut job. I mean, it's crazy as as crazy does, and you know he knew that she. I mean, the, her behavior in Bimini was so toxic and troubling and crazy and strange and it makes Teresa look like a fucking moron to avoid that when she chooses to be confused as to why Margaret would be angry or upset in her friendship with Danielle but it also shows what a monster Danielle is and I don't think that all of that is for cameras I think she's also a seriously troubled angry violent person and um I mean, I don't see her ever coming back full time. I guess I'm appreciative of this storyline because I feel like she's about to get buried, and I am here for that. But so you do think that there's going to be like a like a fallout? You think she's going to get? I am here for whatever happens with Margaret and Dolores coming together in their hopes to verbally bury um, Danielle's job at the reunion. Yeah, I mean, the... I don't think I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. It's just with so her crazy future. because because I got into some debates with friends last season who who were like i think dolores said that about teresa and money or that she doesn't care about anyone but money and i was like no i don't believe no. that happened no i think that what dolores said was that teresa's focused on supporting her family right i believe that but this season it happened where, where, where danielle said a dozen times margaret told her right. she couldn't trust teresa no. and then we get we got what she really said in the context of that right and, and no, I think you're right in that situation. But then why? So then does, does, does Teresa still not see that she, this is a pattern of her just like blatantly lying about what someone said? Teresa is either super gullible, which we know is correct, super focused on maintaining this friendship because she feels like maybe she has the upper hand in it because she knows that Danielle is not going to go up against her at this point, that maybe she, she takes some comfort in that. Right. I mean, I think it's, I don't think that, I don't know that necessarily production is like be best friends with Danielle, but if she has someone who's coming to her, who's like on her knees saying, I want to be best friends with you. I'm never going to hurt you. Um, Let's, you know, be friends together. Then I think Teresa's thinking like, okay, I have nothing to lose here because this person isn't going to go up against me because I'm the star of the fucking show. So sure. I'll be friends with her. Plus I don't understand what's actually happening in front of me. Plus, I'm only focused on words hurt when they're words that I've heard in my own it's personal just, it's just, life. It's just crazy. It's like she's like she's like she can't hear what other people are saying. She literally cannot hear <laughs> she, what other people are comprehend. saying. She can't comprehend it. She thinks of family only in terms of what her brother and sister-in-law have done against her. Right. When she talks about not hurting and family not hurting each other, she has 
absolutely zero responsibility in the shit she said to Joe Gorga, whether or not it's well-founded about spending time with his father and him being a bad sibling and right. a bad child. Right. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's actually crazy. Yeah. And I don't think she's ever going to have a come to Jesus moment until Daniel actually turns against her. And that's the only way I could see that happening is Danielle if Daniel never- came back full time and had a one more season of being on Teresa's side and then turned, but that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And she would never do it now because if she turned on Teresa, she would get off the show so fast. Totally. I do think that Andy is going to, I think when fights like these happen where it's so clear that some person is like a shit stirring liar and another person is just like the victim of that. Yeah. I think Andy tends to show his show what side he's on. And yeah. I, think, I think it will be, inter- I think it'll be an interesting reunion. I, I can see him being very much openly on uh, Margaret's side. I wish that the reunion had been filmed after the baby shower because when Danielle was essentially blackmailing, extorting him into inviting her by leaking the story that she wasn't invited to page six and having that turn around within 90 minutes. Right. Um, I think that showed the fact that she's not seen at the same level of other people. Well, she's and not, the- but she, he didn't invite a lot of the recurring people, did he? Correct. But she's the only person that leaked how crazy and insane it was that she wasn't allowed to be at the wedding i mean at the baby shower i think that's like a new level of crazy and probably not a great for idea for her strategically to do that if she's trying to get back in his good graces right i don't think you like fuck with you know big daddy at that point p.s um mazel to andy for having baby ben congrats andy he's taking a week of paternity leave a week well, I'm not going to judge other people's parenting choices. I'm not going to. I don't have a child. I just like feel like take your time, sweetie. Like we'll be here for you when you get back. Like we. He's a busy guy. He is a busy guy. But um, kudos to him for having a little baby boy. What do you think about um, Jen's husband? I have like very little opinion about Jen's husband. Yeah. You have a lot. I, I think he's fine. I don't. I don't really have any. Like, I mean, I'm sh- like. I, I think he got super turned on when she was talking about that fight. I think he was. I, he, I thought, I don't I thought know. he like came to life in a way that I haven't necessarily seen when it's just like them talking as a married couple. But I, he's not. He's not someone who's like trying to like start shit. You know, like he very much like was ready at the charity event to be like it's all in the past. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in their marriage, but I look forward to her next season because she has a guaranteed spot next. Do season. Do you think that Margaret knows something about him? Or was that really just something she said? Oh, about him. Well, she said after the fact that she didn't know anything, that she was pointing at us. I know she said that. I think it's... But it was so weird when she said... Okay, the weird part was when she was like, wherever he's... Like, like he doesn't yeah, sleep in your bed. And then Jen was like, I know he's faithful to me. I don't care where he sleeps. Yeah, because on that house tour, Jen said, like, here's a spare bed where he sometimes sleeps. Right. Which isn't a great indicator of the health of your marriage. Do I think he's, like, cheating on her? Um, possibly. I don't think that she I just really assume everyone's cares. cheating on everyone. Right. That's my thing is like, I think how many relationships are faithful. Right. And people have different ideas of how totally. we don't know what they think one-on-one about, you know, what she actually wants in that marriage. So did you hear the rumor that Jackie was fired? I did. Jackie responded to it and was like, shrug. Like she said that no decisions had been made yet. I don't. I think it'd be weird to fire her. I don't think, I mean, she's not bringing much as Jen, but like Jen is a Who mess. Who could? Jen is, <laughs> Jen is a mess. Jen is Kelly dotting and I commend her she for is, that. She is Kelly dotting and I think it's, I want to have her to have the same arc where she goes from like drunk and mm-hmm. like hostile to mm-hmm. like 
voice of reason kind yeah, of. Yeah, I can see like, it happening. I can absolutely see that happening. I love her little Tequila Katie moments. Like, I really, I mean. She really is Tequila Katie. Yeah. Wow. I never thought about uh, the through line of tequila on these shows. You <laughs> think the, about Vicky's, Vicky's inability to take a tequila. Vicky's, like, Vicky's one weakness is she can't take a tequila shot. But she takes it anyway. I know, but every time Vicky has to take a tequila shot, she never remembers the order of the salt and the lime and the shot. I think a little bit of that is like her just being like, I'm funny, I'm goofy, I'm Vicky G. <laughs> Who may or may not be. P.S. So yesterday, I do, um, my favorite thing in the world is to say to AG listeners, um, send me a question, I'll answer it on Insta stories. So someone was like, what's your ideal cast of OC next season? They sent me theirs and I was like, Vicky demoted to part-time, which by the way, doesn't mean I think she necessarily needs to be off the show forever, but I think that's worked for full-timers before Nini was demoted to part-time and she delivered. Luann was demoted to part-time. She delivered. So I would like to so see Luanne, how that... Lu- the Luann demotion was weird because she was on almost every episode, right? Yeah, because she brought it after being demoted but nini was like really half was not much on the show at all nini did not want to be on the show and at that point she was like a in la right. and acting and all that so i was like vicky should be demoted literally hours later it turns out that jeff lewis was on his radio show and he was like i have some sources in the cast that are telling me that vicky's part-time and then kelly dodd called into his radio show and was like yeah it's true she's <gasps> part-time oh, i didn't see that and then vicky tweeted someone and they asked if she was really part-time and she said she was still in negotiations p.s the show started filming this week so I don't know but I entirely. A, I a lot of those choices there. get made late. Yeah, I thought that they film the season and then they decide. But, but that can't be possible because they have contracts, and right? You and get how paid do you negotiate? Yeah, I think that they probably are negotiating the terms of what they're filming and not necessarily what their role will be. Because I think a lot of that is dependent on the footage. Right. I also really, it, I find it so confusing. Well, I think I think what makes the most sense is that the other way around is that there are people who get picked up to be guest stars or recurring or mm-hmm. whatever and they're paid a certain amount Barbara and they, K and if they really bring it and they want to make them a more regular person on the show either go from guest to recurring or friend of or to like full time then they, then they up their pay depending on that totally. but I can't imagine someone would get like I think Vicky is a very weird shit, weird, shit, weird shit has happened. Like Aviva was full time and then wouldn't go on the trips so they took her out of the opening credits which was the shadiest thing you could ever do and I loved it but did that mean that she was like paid less after she'd already had a contract i don't know because she, she probably was in breach of contract for not going on the trips or whatever it was so. yeah i don't think that she necessarily was like writing them a check but but I, I just i just i don't know how that works exactly but i can't imagine someone who was like like denise richards was like paid a sweet deal to be a regular cast member for mm-hmm. what two seasons or whatever so like they oh can, was she hired for two seasons that was the rumor I oh interesting. i don't know if that was actually confirmed okay. but but I, I i can't imagine them suddenly being like okay denise richards now is going to be, you know, part-time instead. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I And I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen on OC. And I also think that Kelly Dodd has a vested interest in burying Vicky based on, you know, their um, feud last season. That was a very ugly fight at the reunion. Super ugly. And I think that Kelly recovered a little bit during the reunion. And then the realization that Jolie would be watching and that it wasn't going to go away, that it was like recorded for TV. So right. these rumors would be given a, additional life just kind of 
seemingly empowered her to just destroy her on all social media at all times. Right. Um, including Jeff Lewis's show. P.S. I do a hundred percent award to um, someone that I think is, cause I say a hundred percent every 30 seconds. Uh-huh. So to someone that I think is being extra, I don't think that a hundred percent award has ever been positive to this point. And I do it this week, but the hundred percent award I wanted to give to Jeff, Jeff Lewis this week for being a monster for a couple reasons, not only the surrogate lawsuit that he has, just cause the, when I think about it, it angers me that he, the surrogate said explicitly, like she had a contract with him as a surrogate and then also whatever contract she had with bravo and she said explicitly i do not want to i birth. don't believe that you don't believe the surrogate no i don't really i really i don't watch that show her doctor for... said that's exactly what happened okay, i don't know i don't the, what it, I, I don't know the whole story then maybe i i don't want to accuse her of anyone of lying even though i just, just sort of did but i when that story came out it just was very hard to believe because she the knows cameras the, were there the whole yeah. time and she was on a reality show and i don't like but there are moments where some housewives have wanted to share their birth story on camera and others are like, look, it's a baby. And I think sure. for her, she genuinely did not want. Or you see the text messages when they. <laughs> what text messages? From on Dallas when when Stephanie texted Brandy. And was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I found you a baby. And um, Brandy's like, you got me a puppy. What's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I totally believe the surrogate in this case because I think Jeff Lewis has become just such a monster. And him talking this week about how Gage, he and Gage separated. Right. Okay. They're, they're working on it. And then Jeff goes on his fucking radio show and is like, yeah, Gage just started therapy. I think Gage is doing X, Y, and Z against his partner and the co-parent of Monroe. And you're talking about this man's private healthcare choices in order to I think that embarrass I, or humiliate I think him. That, like like what? a lot of people have broken reality TV brain and they just don't yeah. think about any sort of restraint. And he's looking for attention. That's always what he's done. But the problem is that he's flipped out so much that there's literally no one left in his cast. Right. Like that's rest in peace. Um, okay, guys. So I heard from so many of you who bought um, our first book club book for the Andy's Girls Book Club, Life on the Ramona Coaster. One person messaged me and they said she bought the book, which is on Amazon Prime for like 10 or $11. And then Amazon gave her a refund for $9 and was like, thank you for buying this book. So she what only is, spent what two. What does that mean? Are desperate to get rid of it? Is there, I don't is know. Is there a warehouse somewhere that's maybe, only Ramona books? Maybe it's just like a couple cases of Pinot Grigio and whatever. So guys, if you haven't already, because we are going to do a remote Life on the Ramona Coaster themed um, AG um, in the next couple weeks. So you need to get your paws maybe for only $2, half the price of a mochaccino. So um, get your grubby little paws on a hand uh, on, on this wonderful hardcover book of her old holding a a golden apple as she leans generously against um did the she couch to, did she have to pay bravo for the right to use that golden apple um good question i bet she refuses to answer <laughs> um so i'm gonna open a random page oh my god it's uh, photos of her on the camel again all of these photos they all look like they're placeholders until she finds a better photo <laughs> everyone always looks there is a photo I'm gonna take a photo of this photo and put it on Instagram it's just literally Sonia mid-sentence looking like a moron and Ramona looking like a just, glamorous these are, these are, these Moroccan like screenshots from the show right these are not like no these are genuine are those, that's, really photos? those are real photos Okay, so I'm going to read this one little page where Ramona looks phenomenal and Luann is riding a camel. Um, Okay. Here's this one little one little moment from life on the Ramona coaster. Mario, Mario and I had just renewed our vows the year before. And at that point, our relationship was totally on track. Then when Jill and I had our big fight, I just fell apart. I actually remember saying to the producer, 
you broke me. Are you happy? You broke me. I have always had a very strong spirit, but after the strain of that season, I felt broken. I was miserable to the point where I almost told them I wasn't going to do the show the following season. I just couldn't be myself around him. They were supposed to get a new producer for season five, but they didn't. So I asked not to have him around when I was filming because he gave me negative energy. You guys, magical. If you haven't bought yourself a copy of Life on the Ramona Coaster, please do so um, as quickly as humanly possible. Are you so excited for New York to come back? Um, I am. I am. I am. I think I'm weirdly more excited for Beverly Hills just because, well, New York looks really good. New York, they both looks, look, they really, both look good. really good. I think Beverly Hills because I root for the ones that have really fallen out of favor for me to get good again. Whereas like New York is always consistent. Like New York has... New York has a mid-season stretch most seasons where it's a little boring, but like they almost always bring it. Yeah, every season on the and, whole is and fantastic. Beverly Hills has been so bad, such a fucking slog for so long that like the idea of a good Beverly Hills season makes me really excited. I'm In the same way that Jersey getting really good again yeah. matters more to me than like I mean Atlanta now is a problem, but like I consistently enjoy Atlanta. Yeah, I know it'll be fun, even yeah. if it's like not there are no great storylines. Jersey being good again, like really blew my mind and made me happy and excited for the first time in ages. I felt something inside myself. I totally hear so you. I want, so I want Beverly, like, like I'm excited for both, but I'm more excited for Beverly Hills to have a good season. What do you think is going to happen with Erica Jane? Do you think she's learned any lessons from kind of being a little out of it last season? Do you think she's going to pull her shit together and be back know. to the Erica that we came to love so quickly? I never came to love her that quickly. Oh, you didn't? I think she's, I think that she is so such a like I don't know most of the time she's like entertaining but she feels a little bit like empty yeah and then when she does show her real personality it's always really nasty so it's hard to like I just don't entirely care about her I think she's good tv sometimes but I think her shtick got really tired quickly I hear you I wonder if Tom will be on a single second of this season I don't know I also like don't I mean I don't think she's like a bad person I don't think that she I just think that she you know, the most we ever see her come alive is when she's having like severe anger issues, usually directed at the wrong person. Yeah. And it was also frustrating last season when she got so mad at Teddy, it was like, yes, what Teddy, Teddy accused her of lying, but she was lying. Yeah. When she claimed not to remember what she had said. And I was like, I don't believe you. That's pure Rinna. Like, you know exactly what you said. <sighs> yeah. I think she peaked a little early and I just missed but Erica I, but Girardi. I felt like, yeah. But it's I too felt much like, Erica Jane. but Erica Jane, even when people were like dying over her, it was very like, I'm going to give the gays everything, everything they want. Like it was very much like pandering to that, to, to the audience of largely gay men and being like, I'm a ridiculous, like pop electronic diva, something or other. Like it was like a, a sort of persona that's very easy to like quote and gif and all this stuff. But I don't usually really care about the housewives that feel that when is that performative? It'll be interesting to see what happens with, Luann on New York because now that she thinks that she's a touring sensation cabaret star I mean right. she, and and she Luann is someone that plays well, into roles I thought that Bethany would be on her side still because Bethany really stepped up as like being on Luann's side yeah so watching Bethany like ream her out in the trailer was kind of surprising yeah I think that I I'm cautiously optimistic more optimistic than I was at the start of Jersey because I think that Beverly is 
easier to make better than Jersey was before this season. Um, noting that I am slightly concerned that they bumped New York's premiere a full month. And I wonder if that's an indicator that Beverly Hills might fizzle out at a certain point or if mm. it's just um, a. But a, everything's just, weird this, this year because love. Beverly Hills usually starts in December. Yeah, I don't Beverly know Hills and Vanderpump Rules usually start at the same time. What was really weird was that Vanderpump Rules got the storyline about Lisa's brother dying. Yeah, that w- I wonder. That if- was because when I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then right after that happened, there was a story that Lisa was not going to be in Beverly Hills, and I wondered if that was because, like, if that like that was why she used that storyline on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I thought it was to um, build up her case on Beverly Hills that like this really did affect her and is why everything kind of goes to shit. It was just so odd to have her- Teddy talking to her about that on Vanderpump Rules, which is not a show that really deals with much about Lisa's like side personal projects life. and personal life. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm actually really excited for it. And every moment where Lisa Rinna goes on Twitter and is like trying to like, um, cast shame LVP for not participating in any kind of promotion for it brings me so much joy. And I, well, also I'm what is she doing? It. Like she's not doing anything. Remember when, who was it? Who, what was the, there was a year on Jersey where they filmed the reunion for the last season after they were done filming the next season. Do you remember it that? was where they were, they were filming the next season, but hadn't finished the most recent one. It was like, I want to say it was like season three to four. And that was when that crazy stripper gate. Stripper gate happened. And Jacqueline, and Jacqueline, didn't, and Jacqueline yeah. didn't show up at the reunion. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just feel like those moments when you have a bad season or you have a bad moment, you just like don't show up or like not okay. However, they should never have ever filmed a reunion for the past season. Yeah. I think they learned after that. After filming the finale insane. for the next season, it was so weird. It was so weird. Because like they're talking about things that happened like, you know, a year or more prior totally. and then had like all this other months of other drama that we, they couldn't talk about a reference. And then you're tainting the filming that's already going on it's because so, they can't yeah. be like, I'm pissed at you because of what you said when we filmed no, the reunion together. It was, but it was, but it was the finale that they'd already filmed. Not only were they, they weren't filming the next season, they were finished with the next season. Oh. That Stripper Gate episode is the finale of the next season. Why is this confusing me when you're saying this out loud? They were filming they, season. Okay, the, the, I think it was three and four. I think you're right. Yeah. They filmed the finale of season, season four the day before they filmed the reunion season, season three. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't, but I'm saying it wasn't just that they were in mid filming the next season. They had actually finished filming the next season and then to the reunion for the previous season. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever do that again. It was crazy. I'm, but I'm just super excited. I can't wait. Longest episode ever. Okay, Lewis Peitzman, follow him everywhere. Follow me everywhere. Good for you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.